the Big Fight Weekend Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is brought to you in part by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie's six days of giveaways are already in progress from now until the day after Christmas. MyBookie is hooking up players with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes all completely free. Use our promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from the SGPN. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. We're also brought to you in part by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight Weekend. Now, here is your host, TJ Reeves. Ho, ho, ho. Hope you are doing well, and we are glad that you're with us one more time in 2020 as we come in here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast just before the big one. Santa is on the way later in the week. But before we check that list... And see who's been naughty and see who's been nice. We're instead going to be talking a lot about the sweet science uh, here today. And uh, wherever you're finding us, happy holidays, Merry Christmas as part of the Big Fight Weekend podcast. I am merely the somewhat capable host. I've got special guests coming up because it's a special show. We're on a little earlier this week because of the Christmas holiday and the fact that there's only one fight card uh, in the U.S. of any note or significance, and that is the Saturday night premier boxing champions card on Fox out of their Los Angeles bubble, which we'll get to later on in the show. So we're doing a little bit differently here at the end of 2020 with kind of end of the year, fighter of the year, fight of the year, knockout of the year discussion. And straight ahead, I'll do a little roundtable with senior writer for the site, Marquise John, senior writer, bigfightweekend.com, love Marquise's insight. And Dan Canobio will be back with us. Uh, get Dan back on the podcast from Inside Boxing Live. Dan does a bunch of stuff as well with CompuBox, tabulating the punches, the punches thrown, landed, what types of punches, jabs, power punches, body shots, uh, etc. Love CompuBox and their stats to enhance your understanding of who's doing well, at least quantifying who's doing well with punch output and success through CompuBox. So Dan will be here. These guys and I will all weigh in on fight of the year, fighter of the year, knockout of the year. And by the way, that segment is also available on our YouTube page. Uh, Depending on when you're hearing us, go check it out on the Three Dog Thursday YouTube page through YouTube. See what we look like and uh, get some video and some insights on what's happening here with with what we're talking about end of the year and 2020 and all the highlights and that kind of stuff. All right, so that's coming up straight ahead. Uh, Marquise will be with me in the final segment talking about that PBC fight card on Fox. We've got plenty to discuss about Canelo Alvarez's impressive victory last week, world super middleweight unification title fight. Canelo back in action. Uh, One of the most recognizable names worldwide in the sport fought for the first time in 2020 after all of his legal 
uh, hagglings to get back in the ring, uh, breaking up his promotional contract with Oscar De La Hoya, suing De La Hoya, suing the DAZN streaming service by extension. He got the contract broken. Uh, that was a couple of months ago. Got back in the ring last weekend in San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo Dome. Canelo very impressive against the taller, unbeaten, younger Callum Smith. Uh, took him to school, basically. We've written about that on the site. We're going to talk more about it as the podcast goes on. Uh, but Canelo, very impressive to close out the year. So we we got to see him in action. We got to see the bigger names as we uh, as we went along here, uh, whether that be the Fury-Wilder fight all the way back at the beginning of the year that we're going to talk more about uh, in the coming minutes here on this podcast. Uh, Anthony Joshua got back in the ring. The welterweights like Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford uh, uh, fighting at the end of this year post-pandemic. So we got to see them. So it's good to have uh, Canelo back in there. And, of course, the Teofimo Lopez win over Lomachenko as both of those guys fought in the Vegas bubble back in October. Uh, And Teofimo Lopez now undisputed at 135. Uh, He has already been named the Ring Magazine co-fighter of the year. The debate will rage on about that in a few minutes here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Reminder, however you found us, whether you found us through a social media link, sportsgamblingpodcast.com's website, their feed, Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows, subscribe to this podcast. It'll come automatically to you. Like in this case, it's coming pre-Christmas. We're usually out for the weekend, but you're getting it pre-Christmas, however you found it. And if you subscribe, it comes automatically to you uh, here as uh, as part of that subscription through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, through Google Podcasts. Just go subscribe. And it comes automatically to you. And again, find our YouTube page, Big Fight Weekend. You'll see the video from later this week. So we've got lots to discuss. Recapping a little bit, not only of Canelo's win over Callum Smith, but more big picture on the best fights, fighters, and knockouts of this year. So I'm interested to get all of that started as we get rolling here. Last one of 2020 here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Let's get started. Let's get going. As promised, ready to get into all of the debate. And we are also not only on the audio podcast of the Big Fight Weekend podcast, but now we are in living color with moving pictures as well on the Big Fight Weekend YouTube page. Come find this segment of the show and see what we look like via YouTube. Search Big Fight Weekend, find us, see what we look like. I am merely the somewhat competent host. He is the senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. Great to see Marquise Johns here on the video, hear you as well, but great to see you. How are you? Pretty good, TJ. Holiday season coming up, food in the oven already. Looking forward to it. Yes, lots of food. Not as much boxing at the end, but lots of food, some football, et cetera. Dan Canobio is also here. Good to have him back on the Big Fight Weekend podcast and YouTube roundtable version here on Big Fight Weekend. Inside Boxing Live is seen on Thursdays, uh, not only uh, through the internet, but also on Pluto TV. Good to have you back, Brother Canobio. Good to be with you guys. I don't have food in the oven, but I do have a fire going. <laughs> <laughs> you got very the real over. too. This is fantastic. You got the you got the fire on the TV. They need to come see this. You got the tree over the other shoulder. Marquise and I are in two rooms that are not decorated at all. I, oh, I this isn't like the house listen, isn't decorated, but we're like the listen, Grinch I, here. I got a bachelor pad here. This looks like good, but the rest of it, you don't want to see the rest. But all <laughs> that flip matters this around. is what we can see. It's big, exactly. it's big time for what we can I'm, see. Um, yeah. All right. So as I led into this, we have come to the end of 2020. My God, it's been like three years and one. Uh, we're just a few days at the time we're taping from surviving 2020. <laughs> so congratulations, guys, uh, up yep. front here on this. 
Um, and so let's get into it uh, right away with talking not only fight of the year, knockout of the year, but fighter of the year. Dan is our guest, Marquis, so we will go to him first. Uh, Dan, as I share the screen for the YouTube audience, Marquis has written that he believes that this was the fight of the year. Jose Zapata and yeah. Ivan Baranchek from back in October wrote that mm -hmm. on our site on BigFightWeekend.com. I give you first dibs. Is that the fight of the year, or if it's another one, why? It's got to be the fight of the year. I mean, if you say otherwise, it's almost disrespectful to what those two guys did in that ring. Uh, I mean, the knockdowns, the pace. You know, 140 combined punches were landed in five rounds. 127 of them were power shots. Zero jabs going on in that fight. The knockdowns, there were two rounds in which both guys went down in the same round. Uh, you know, the, the pace of it, you didn't know who was going to come out on top. It was just it was just like five rounds, so like 15 minutes of pure anarchy between two guys that laid it all out on the line. Yeah, Barancic lost, but, you know, did he really, though? I mean, he, he won so much respect from boxing fans and sports fans. And, you know, it also, you know, hats off the top rank for making such a fight like that. You know, you, you Brad Goodman, Bruce Trampler, two of the best uh, matchmakers there is right now in the sport. Uh, so that right there, I think it is the fight of the year. I know that it's almost consensus to this point. And like I said, borderline like disrespectful if you didn't give it to those two guys because that was probably one of the most action-packed fights we've, we've seen in a really long time. And I know, Marquise, you agree uh, with that. That's why you wrote that. Just from the standpoint that each guy was down four times in the <laughs> fight before that final closing knockdown. I, I can't recall as competitive a fight uh, maybe in recent memory, where each guy was down at least four times. Honestly, TJ, outside of the fight last year in Russia where the guys were knocked down ten times, but <laughs> not too many folks have saw that one. So in, in terms of the American audience, this is the fight that you see. And actually, as we had Keith Body on last week, as what he mentioned, is also that if you didn't, if you didn't vote this fight the fight of the year, then you should challenge your vote for it. Also, exactly. uh, they also missed one of the knockdowns as well. It should have been five. You can't even be able to slip to the second round. So it, it was just bedlam. Like, it's why you watch these fights, especially for a main event like that. It lived up the expectations. Well, and I loved when we talked, Dan, on this podcast to Bernardo Osuna of ESPN, who was on the call on the mm -hmm. English version of the call for top rank in the, uh, at the bubble at the MGM Grand uh, in Las Vegas. And he put it so aptly that this was completely unexpected, and it's what sports is all about, the ultimate reality TV. You weren't expecting this. There wasn't heavy buildup that this was going to be a great fight, but, man, did it turn out to be a great fight, Dan. Well, the thing is, is, is the, the hardcore is new. Like, you know, maybe, you know, us uh, and your, your listeners and, and my listeners were like, hmm, you know, Baranchis just, he went through the World Boxing Super Series. Uh, you know, he, he took out a lot of guys. He, he did some damage, but never really known as like a fighter. But he had to sell out. And this was kind of his last shot. So he was never known as like a brawler. He was more of like a technical guy. And I honestly think that he'll go back to being a technical guy. I don't think uh, he wants to be in those types of fights because, you know, I had Tim Bradley on my show right the week after who was on the call with Bernardo Osuna. And he straight up said flat out that Baranch's career is over. There's no way he'll ever recover from that. If he does, he won't, uh, you know, he'll be a shell of his former self. So that's like the thing about boxing that, you know, we hear it all the time. You don't play boxing. But yeah. seriously, one night one night in the office can change your entire career. Baranchard's only 27 years old. Uh, I could be wrong there, but not even close to being 30. But, you know, that's a war. Uh, you know, hats off to both of those guys. This is what boxing's all about. 
Okay, so let me add to the discussion. I realize it's 2020 and we're going all the way back to February, which almost seems <laughs> like we're going all the way back to 2017, as I've joked on these podcasts. <laughs> but going all the way back True. to February, the world heavyweight title fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, the rematch, also in Vegas, won as we're seeing it on the screen right here by Tyson Fury on a seventh round TKO. The heavyweights always seem to get more gravity, more publicity, et cetera. Do you think that if this fight had happened in the fall after the pandemic, that it would overrule the Zepeda-Baranchich uh, ultimate battle that we saw with all the knockdowns? Do you think because it was so long ago that we don't remember as much? Marquise, you're, you first. Uh, on sh How much consideration should Fury's win be given for fight of the year? Uh, in terms of fight of the year, I don't know, TJ. I, I, in terms of impact in the landscape of the heavyweight division, uh, absolutely. But just in terms of just regular, like, standard fights, it was pretty much one-way traffic. Uh, Wilder was complaining, you know, the w insert Wilder excuse here at this point. But <laughs> but the one thing with that, the, with the fight itself, is that once Fury knocked him down the first time, you, 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 he didn't look like the same guy. And for about six and a half more rounds of it, it was just not good in terms of that. But – I just really think the fight of the year really is uh, Cepeda Baranchik on this. How, same question, Dan Canobio. How much consideration should we give to the Fury seventh-round KO win over Wilder regaining a portion of the heavyweight championship? You know, just thinking about this, um, how much recency bias plays a role in boxing. We're always talking about what happened last week. You know, we, it's a week-to-week -week sport. Uh, we kind of forget about, you know, some of the past fights that's happened this year. Yeah, it did happen in, in February. But, you know, like, like Marquis said, you know, a lot of one-way traffic. Uh, it was pretty clear from the get-go uh, that Fury was the better man that night. And it's because he was cheating. No, I'm just kidding. It's because <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tell you right now that those gloves, I was there. I, was, I, I, I felt them before him, though. Uh, you know, fights like, you know, Estrada, uh, Juan Francisco Estrada and Carlos Quadras, that probably was a close second because of the sheer volume, both guys going down, adversity, uh, you know. But you, it's hard. It, it's not a lot to choose from, but I clearly think it's Barancho Cepeda. Number two, in my eyes, is Quadras and, and, and Juan Francisco Estrada. Again, the voice of Dan Canobio with us as our guest on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. If you're only hearing us, come see us. Dan hosts Inside Boxing Live as his show, big, big time uh, inside of the fight game, also with the CompuBox the punch stats, he has great insight with that, great historical perspective with that. He's a great follow on Twitter. And, of course, Marquise Johns hanging out with me, the senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. Again, if you're only hearing us on the audio podcast, however you found us, come find us on YouTube as well here on this interview as we're ending out the year talking about the fight of the year. And that segues us, gentlemen, to what is the knockout of the year. Uh, most believe it's probably this shot – for on Halloween night that Leo Santa Cruz never saw coming. We're watching it on screen, and boom, is coming the dynamite right there from Santa Cruz, uh, from Davis on Santa Cruz, and it was over at the Alamo Dome. Uh, again, Dan, you're our guest. Is that the knockout of the year in your mind? If not, why not? Yeah, it is, but it's it's not much of a different. Like it is it. This one is a little more contested rather than than fight of the year, which I think is pretty consensus. Uh, this I believe is the uh, knockout of the year, considering the level of type of fight it was. Uh, pay per view. Javante Davis was looking to impress. You know, he had a lot of pressure on him coming in, and he delivered an emphatic shot. Not to mention, it was just an outstanding shot. I you know I broke it down. You know, frame by frame. 
You know, Leo Santa Cruz threw the same punch three times. You can't do that to a counterpuncher like Javante Davis. That third one, he was flat out cold. You know, a close second, and I'm, I'm sure Marquise will, will bring this up, was uh, Dillian White taking a tumble over there. I'm pretty sure I joined you guys that Monday you after. Did? Yeah, yeah. Did. So, I mean, that was also a couple We're getting biblical on the Big Fight Weekend bod- podcast. <laughs> Ask and ye shall receive there Alexander Povetkin and Dillian White on the receiving end of another left uppercut. This one it was a couple of months earlier in August. And yeah. boom goes the dynamite mm. again in England in Eddie Hearn's backyard as uh, White, uh, again, uh, the beached whale, splat after that <laughs> uppercut. I, 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 yeah, go I ahead, I would Dan. say this, though, guys. I would say this, that the punch of the year is by far the uppercut. Yes. A, a punch that <laughs> right. if you go to a fight, you hear the drunk guys scream out, uppercut, hit him with the uppercut, <laughs> and they never throw it. But this oh. year, you Oof. saw an uppercut knocking dudes out left to right. Look at Anthony Joshua just two weeks ago. He threw four uppercuts in a row to, to Pulev. So uh, the it's been the year of the uppercut, that's for sure. But, you know, just to put a bow on it, I, I think that uh, – uh, Javante Davis is by far the knockout of the year. Marquise, do you agree that Davis's KO supplants the Pavetkin uppercut of a couple of months earlier? They're both left uppercuts. Which one do you prefer? Uh, I'm trying to go with Davis on this one with the uppercut as the knockout of the year. Uh, let me also throw in, because it is the year of the uppercut, as Dan mentioned before, the one that Joe George uh, threw uh, on that Showtime card that knocked oh the guy God, yeah. off his freaking feet like Debo from the Friday movies. And that, that is <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Still one of my favorite ones as well. But in terms of numbers, yeah, it's Davis, Pavetkin, George, and then after that you can whoever you like. We've had some uppercuts. This is this is true, and a couple of them on Showtime as well, and uh, and their PBC uh, fight coverage as we come to the end of the year. All right, the debate continues uh, here for Fighter of the Year. I again go to Marquise Johns uh, here in this situation, and Marquise has written on uh, the Big Fight Weekend website here that maybe we should give some consideration to this guy who we just saw in the ring the other night canelo alvarez's 2020 debut a successful 12 round decision dominant fight marquise over callum smith of england previously unbeaten uh canelo looked uh, fresh even though the longest layoff of his career 13 months and you're just basically putting it out there why are we not considering him uh, here at the end of 2020 for Fighter of the Year, right, Marquise? Absolutely, TJ. And the reason why, uh, at the time of recording this, the, uh, the Ring magazine uh, announced uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Tiffany Lopez as co-winners for the first time since uh, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. And why? Dominic there it would by. be right on screen as we're talking on the YouTube video roundtable. Come find us. They got co-fighters of the year, and you say it's the first time since when with Hagler and who? Donald Curry back in 85 and the reason why they they made this out uh these two guys guys is because uh Canelo fought this past weekend and these magazines gotta gotta be out in time for Christmas so I think they (laughs) they they wanted to beat the rush on all of this so they had to pick somebody they couldn't wait on this Canelo fight in case anything fell through i.e COVID Callum Smith whatever have you so and they they, but the problem is that that we we have Canelo fighting he was last year's champion he proved once again why he's the pound for pound best to beat the man, you got to beat a man, and no one's beat the man yet. So, it's, to me, it's Canelo. It's that simple. Where do you come down, Dan Canobio, on that debate about uh, fighter of the year? We haven't really mentioned Teofimo Lopez's win over Lomachenko for fight of the year. He dominated him over 12 rounds. There weren't knockdowns in that fight. Lopez and Fury sharing the prestigious ring honor. Where do you come down on who fighter of the year should be, Dan? 
I do like the ring. It is a business, and they they put two guys because they could sell double the the magazines as well. That also helps. Love everyone at the ring. Go out and buy a digital copy uh, if you haven't. Also, respect Marquise for bringing a different uh, viewpoint here. Uh, fighter of the year this year is basically performance of the year, uh, since there are only you know each big fighter only fought once this year. Unless you're a big time Clay Collard fan, uh, you know he he might, he was fighter of the year until last week where you got dethroned. Uh, oh, in, in that rematch, but you know, t- to me, uh, I think it's Tiafimo Lopez. Um, if I had to choose just one, uh, you can't go wrong with Tyson Fury because it's the heavyweight division and he emphatic win over Deontay Wilder. But what Tiafimo did uh, against a guy that was top three, uh, pound for pound, a guy that uh, everyone said that if Tiafimo was going to win, it was going to be because he knocked him out. It was going to be because he's he, he just is too powerful, not because he's a better boxer and I don't know what Lomachenko was doing in there for those first seven rounds. Uh, turns out he had a shoulder injury. Turns out he, you know, he has his own set of excuses, but yeah. you know, t- to be honest, Tiafimo boxed the boxer. He outboxed him. You know, he, he just went in there and, and that type of win is, is seismic. Difference. Yeah, no doubt. It, it changed, uh, you know, credence, it gave credence to this, this new rush of young fighters. You know, Tiafimo is leading the charge of this next generation. Yeah, there's no doubt that he went and took it from him. Uh, There is the question mark about the shoulder injury and how apprehensive Lomachenko was for the first half of the fight, but you can't take that away from Lopez on winning. So what debates are, it's why we love all of these different debates. Before we get out of here with Dan on the video roundtable, let me plug where we can see him, where we can find him. Again, he's a great follow on social media, on Twitter. Check him out. There he is. Look at that handsome devil right there. Inside (laughs) Boxing Live. Uh, Check him out there. And Pluto TV, Dan, where else can they find the show via the internet, Pluto TV, et cetera? Right. You can catch the show on our YouTube page at CompuBox TV. Uh, You can also catch it on the Fubo Sports Network. It streams every Friday night at 7. That's free over on the Fubo Sports Network. Got a big show that I'm recording tomorrow with the one and only Tiafimo Lopez. Uh, wow. We are going to uh, go through uh, his fighter of the year, his fight of the year. We're also, uh, he's going to be a co-host. I told him that. It's like, TV, I'm going to come on the show, but I'm not going to interview you. We're going to be the co-host. I want to hear your opinions on who Canelo should fight. I want to hear your opinions on the, you know, on Spence saying 70-30. So and we'd like to do different things over on my show. So uh, Tiafimo will be the guest this week. And uh, yeah, man, I just like to have fun. Yeah, I like to say it's an unserious sport with unserious people in it. So let's just have some fun. That's my yeah. that's my mantra. Love the plug here at the end of the year. Go find Inside Boxing Live. Fi- uh, follow Dan on social media as well to find out more about that uh, here uh, with us. Uh, Dan Canobio, great job. Again, if you are only listening to us, come find the YouTube page to see what Dan looks like. Find his show, Inside Boxing Live, which I know this is a little different because of the Christmas holiday coming and the New Year's uh, Eve situation, New Year's Day, when will the show debut the next two weeks to end out the year with Teofimo, et cetera? When can they find it, so Dan, real quick? The, the Teofimo one will be able to get tomorrow. You'll be able to get Wednesday. Uh, and then I might do something, might do audio only for the end of the year, depending on maybe a Ryan Garcia preview. But before I say goodbye, I want to say I love you guys' show. I listen to it every single week. You guys have great guests, very thorough. I enjoy coming on, and uh, I thank you for the invite. And you guys can always join the, the program. And there he goes. Our thanks to Dan Canobio inside Boxing Live. He'll have a year-end show, as he was mentioning, with Teofimo Lopez coming up on that. Marquise is going to be back with me to talk about this PBC on Fox Card post-Christmas Saturday 
on Fox. Look forward to talking with him about that. First, though, time to tell you about our friends at MyBookie.ag. Well, every sports fan knows it's not about how you start the season. It's about how you finish. And at MyBookie, 2020 is finishing strong with the NFL coming down the home stretch. College football in the bowl games, the return of the NBA. You can sign up right now and you can get a halfway deposit match up to $1,000. And while you're at it, you can ring in the holidays this week with six days of giveaways. It's in progress right now. No matter when you're hearing us on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows, you have until Saturday, the 26th, the day after Christmas, with my bookie hooking you up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments. And all you have to do is sign up, make your first deposit, and use our promo code. Code SGP. You'll get your bonus. Again, a 50% match up to $1,000. You put $100 in, they'll put $50 in. You put $500 in, they'll match $250 on that, all the way up to $1,000. Go over to MyBookie and see about all of the offers that we have through our promo code SGP. Six days of giveaways this week, ending Saturday, the day after Christmas, the 26th. Go over to MyBookie.ag. It's holiday season. Bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie.ag, the promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you in part by Thrive Fantasy, the daily fantasy sports app for player props. And just in time for the holidays, as part of the Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows, We're teaming up with Thrive Fantasy for an awesome SGP merchandise bundle. Send in a screenshot of you joining Thrive Fantasy's promo code SGP and signing up for Thrive Fantasy, and you've got a chance to win $100 in Sports Gambling Podcast merchandise. So email your screenshot of you joining Thrive Fantasy using our promo code SGP. Send it to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com with the screenshot, and you've got a chance to win 100 bucks. For the holidays in SGP merchandise. All right, so with Thrive, you eliminate the countless hours of all the research every which direction on Daily Fantasy. And instead, in the NFL, choose 10 of the 20 available player props, build your lineup, and get into the contest to play. All right, Thrive Fantasy up and rolling not only for the Christmas Day afternoon NFL game, that is the Vikings and the Saints, but also the Saturday triple header, including my Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Detroit Lions playoff spot on the line. If the Buccaneers win, they are in. Tom Brady has been rolling the last couple of games, including a monster 330-yard second half last week in Atlanta. The under-over prop through Thrive Fantasy for him is 298 and a half yards uh, throwing against the Lions for Saturday afternoon. I love that prop. Take the over there with Brady and the Buccaneers in a must-win mode right now to try to get into the playoffs. Love that prop. And also, we've got the Hawaii versus Hawaii matchup at quarterback it appears, coming on Saturday night between the Vegas Raiders and the Miami Dolphins. We already know the Dolphins have gone to Tua Tonga-Vailoa, the top five pick uh, from last year. Dolphins now trying to get in the AFC playoffs after the win over New England last week. Now have nine wins, eliminated the, the Patriots. Tua is a two-and-a-half under-over on passing touchdowns and interceptions combined. Tua hasn't thrown a bunch of touchdowns. I don't know how many interceptions he's going to throw against a bad Raider defense. I'm inclined to take the under on the two and a half for Tua uh, on that one. And we'll see what Mariota can do uh, at quarterback. So again, for Thrive Fantasy, they've got Saturday games, including the Arizona-San Francisco game. Arizona's still alive in the NFC wildcard playoff hunt. 
uh, as they try to stay alive with a couple of player props for Kyler Murray on pass yards, DeAndre Hopkins on receiving yards, uh, etc. Go check that out at Thrive Fantasy, as well as all of the Sunday games post-Christmas where the playoff positions are solidifying. Get those under-over props right now through Thrive Fantasy. Thrive has given out over $100,000 the last couple of weeks in guaranteed prizes, and they're continuing to give it out uh, right now if you get these successful props and enter their contest. They've paid out over $250,000 in cash prizes so far this season. Uh, with Thrive Fantasy. So again, sign up with Thrive Fantasy. Use our promo code SGP. And if you're a first-time depositor, you get a match up to 50 bucks when you put in. Get an instant match up to $50 on your initial deposit. So again, go get Thrive Fantasy in the Apple Store, in the Google Play Store. Download it. Find out more of the rules and regulations at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Use our promo code SGP. We are also brought to you in part by BetterThan.Vegas. It's an all-new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos. It's like YouTube, but it's for what the DGENs only care about. Of course, the DGENs only all part of the Sports Gambling Podcast, the network fleet of shows. The best part is you get to watch all the video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast network crew and what they're posting exclusively over on BetterThan.Vegas. They cover all sports, the NFL, college football, college basketball nba will be here soon as well if the free video picks aren't enough they're giving away cash one thousand dollars to the handicapper that wins the most units and a thousand dollars to the handicapper that has the most followers make sure you subscribe on the sports gambling podcast network page sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash btv better than vegas btv sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash btv so you don't miss out on any of these videos head over to better than dot vegas that's better than dot vegas to see more and if you've ever thought of owning your own sports book but you didn't know how ace per head is here to help you start it up they'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately they've got top-notch customer service going 24 7 some of the sharpest lines in the industry and plus ace per head also has live betting and a great mobile experience you can get started today ace is offering six weeks free by the way go to aceperhead.com sgp that's aceperhead.com sgp to find out more we're back on big fight weekend now here's your host tj reeves we are back in one more time on the Big Fight Weekend podcast with senior writer Marquise Johns. Our thanks again to Dan Canobio joining us from Inside Boxing Live, going over the kind of the fight of the year, KO of the year, fighter of the year. Hey, one more quick thought from you on Canelo's win over Callum Smith. I know you're hinting at maybe him being fighter of the year. That was impressive. Uh, again, to restate off a 13-month layoff, uh, he looked good um, against a taller talented fighter that really could do nothing against Canelo in that, in that fight last Saturday, Marquise. Absolutely, TJ. And it was interesting with that fight as well with Smith. We thought he was going to use his jab because we've been hearing all week long bleeding into it. It's like, hey, he's going to keep distance from Canelo. He's going to keep Canelo on the outside. He's going to let, let Canelo get inside. And by the opening bell, all of that was thrown out the window. And then after a, a, a shoulder injury, bicep injury, whatever excuse you want to get from Cal Smith's side of things, uh, he, he couldn't do anything, and that was just the end of it. Interesting that he claimed, and you do see this on the video, 
uh, some that Canelo Alvarez was targeting his left bicep and his left arm and was whacking him in the left arm <laughs> to try to take away the left hook. There's nothing illegal about that if you're landing punches along the arms, along the ribs. Uh, it was part of his strategy and, and good on the four-division uh, world champ. And let me say uh, here again, Brian Kenny going on and on about he didn't win a world title against Kovalev. Uh, the WBO is a 30-year organization. They have world championships. He beat Kovalev for the 175-pound WBO world title belt. So, uh, you know, I, it's just – it's just trying to stir things up to argue, correct, Marquise, that that's Absolutely. not a world championship win. It was. He's got world titles in four different divisions. Absolutely, TJ. And uh, Golden Boy is still paying Kova for a fight next month against uh, Beck the Bully to prove that it was an actual title fight for the WBO belt. So tell those guys that it's not worth anything. Um, all right. So we do have a fight card that is coming up post-Christmas post after everybody's done with all the eggnog and the packages and all the relatives and all the food. Uh, PBC on Fox. We'd love to tell you these are a bunch of household names, but again, credit to these guys uh, because they're getting ready to fight uh, on this PBC card uh, that will be in Los Angeles, uh, and they're quarantined right now uh, for COVID-19 during Christmas week and during Christmas before fighting Saturday night. Give me the quick rundown here on this PBC show and the uh, and the main event, which is uh, Morel and Gavronsky. Uh, that are coming in the main, main event. event. Absolutely, TJ. This fight uh, on, on Fox, not the strongest card in the building, uh, but the main event is the for the vacant uh, super middleweight title with, with David Morrell taking on a uh, fight veteran Mike Gorowski. Uh One thing that I uh, want people to pay attention to is that Morrell is this, uh, a Cuban defector prospect that's been on, on, the, on the upswing of things, TJ. He has the intern version of the WBA belt. Now this is for the super version. So this may be – this is for an actual title. So we'll see how this all shakes out. He's expected to win this thing easily, and I expect it not to last more than four rounds as well. Uh, but we'll go from there because he, he becomes a name that you get to mention that 168 with the Caleb Plants, uh, the Canelos, right. of course, and along, that, along those lines. Morrell, by the way, because we're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows, I don't know who wants to gamble on this, Marquise, on Saturday night, PBC on not Fox. Legally. Morrell, though, minus 2,500. Overwhelming favorite to win that fight. Uh, and you're interested about James Kirkland is on the undercard uh, as well. Uh, fighting here in a 10-round uh, middleweight bout. That's on the undercard of this PBC Fox show Saturday night real quick, right? Yeah, absolutely, TJ. James Kirkland, uh, well-known for his war against Angulo years back, was supposed to fight uh, Mar Marcos Hernandez before the pandemic broke everything out. He's back in action to get back in the ring. Uh, he's still trying to make one last shot as well at 168, despite being beat by Canelo years ago at the Frost. That would at 160 years ago. Uh, he's back into this. He's back into the mix as well. And well, he, he he's never really in a bad fight, TJ. Just don't expect much defense. All right. And there's a prospect that also you have your eye on Saturday night on Fox real quick, PBC show. Yes. Absolutely. TJ, to open up the fight card is going to be uh, Jesus Ramos, 18-year-old uh, uh, that they're grooming out of, out of uh, the area. And he's, I want to say this is going to be his fourth fight that he's in, actually, TJ. Uh, and he, solid kid, well, well qualified for it. And he's one to keep an eye on in, in the terms of like with PBC, with the Joey Spencers and the Vito Melanicki Juniors in, the, in terms of their young kids, young kids that they're coming up with. All right, so we'll see that prospect as well. So if you're looking for some boxing, there will be some on Saturday night. We're all here. We're all about it. Uh, we're writing about fight news, previews, recaps, uh, all of that. And even all the discussion still ongoing, fight of the year, fighter of the year, knockout of the year here at the end of the year, they can read all about it on BigFightWeekend.com. Correct, Marquise? 
Absolutely, TJ. BigFightWeekend.com, your source for all things news, uh, boxing news, past, present, and future. Been writing a few things about uh, the, the upcoming, because it's the end of the year. People are doing their rundowns, like everybody else with their, their favorite things, their best ofs. I really think, TJ, my Canelo Alvarez piece, uh, making him fire of the year, because it's a contrarian piece to, you know, to everyone else, you know, just picking you know, Lopez or Fury. It sticks out, TJ. BigFightWeekend.com. We can check and read all about it while I explain why. I would still be inclined to go with Fury as fighter of the year just for reclaiming, capturing a portion of the heavyweight title. I mean, the guy was 400 pounds, admitted <laughs> basically drug addict, uh, alcoholic, out of the sport, and to come back, climb the mountain, and hand Wilder his first loss. I realize it was all the way back in February, yeah. but that was as imp- impactful fight as any other fight. Yes, Lopez's win over Lomachenko is a great win. Gervonta Davis back with a big-time knockout. We get that. Anthony Joshua returned with a win. Canelo returned with a win. But I think I might be inclined to go Fury on the debate here at the very end. And we've been talking all about that. And the fans can join in on the debate as well on social media as all of this uh, comes up. Hey, listen, we're coming to the end of this calendar year. The next big fight weekend that we will do will debut in and around New Year's Day, a week and a half from now. Uh, And uh, prior to the Garcia-Campbell lightweight eliminator showdown between those two contenders, Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell. So we're done for 2020 for right now. We get to say goodbye to 2020 and say see you next year, Marquise, coming up. Absolutely, TJ, and thank God 2020 is over with. My Lord, this feels like mm. the longest year ever. And the, as we kept on the days forward, it's going to be a good one starting off the next, next year with Ryan Garcia back in action against Luke Campbell. That's actually a pretty good fight, by the way, at 135 that people need to keep an eye out for. Much more on the previews of that. That'll be coming next week with a show debuting New Year's Day, New Year's uh, Day weekend coming next weekend. For now, it is Christmas weekend. We wish everybody a safe, happy, healthy uh, holiday week and holiday season here, especially with the traveling, be safe. We say one more time, as we've said over and over again, social distance, wear the mask, take the precautions, wash your hands, uh, antibacterial. Uh, it, it is one of the ways, it is the most prominent way to stay safe and stop the spread of COVID-19. It's not political. This is for health and for safety. And I'm just glad that we got boxing back the second half of this year for the health oh. and the safety, Marquis. That's a good thing. We got to get out of here. Thank God. Yeah, same here, TJ, because uh, we were uh, at one point covering up video game coverage. I, I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> we went 90 days without it. We now have it. Marquise, great stuff. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. We'll talk to you in the new year coming up on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Absolutely, TJ. Thanks so much. Thank you to also Dan Canobio with us from Inside Boxing Live going over all this stuff, fight of the year, knockout of the year, and fight of the year. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Find us through the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. For now, we're done. Talking to you in the new year, though. New episodes upcoming of the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Bye.